Well, it's fascinating, the stories we could tell. I had the privilege of talking with a few people um, during the break and just fascinating stories. Um, you just couldn't make up some of the things that are going on in some of the lives in this room. Um, you know, if we ever stopped long enough to talk about each other's stories, I think we'd, we'd find church more compelling um, because God is really up to something. Um, and we don't always know what that is, but he is up to something. Um, couple of real quick things as we, and then we're going to, um, we're kind of going old school. For those of you under 25, what's up on the thing, that is called a, a dry eraser board. Um, <laughs> there was a time in American education where people would put stuff on boards in front of classes um, as opposed to just sending them to your computer. And we're going to be using that in just a minute. Um, well, let's go ahead and, um, and, and think about this whole idea. We've talked about setting. We've, we've talked about character. And now let's talk about plot. Now, the best way for us to think about plot, I think, would be to do a storyboard. And um, I, I did this with a church in Birmingham. Um, they were kind of in a, in a, they were in a, in a pickle. Um, they were kind of struggling as a church, and they'd had two or three pastors that had, they kind of hired real sexy pastors that were real cool, and then they would end up doing something wrong, like have affairs. And, uh, and so the church kept, every about seven or eight years, have a crisis, and, and that had been their history. And so they were, the elders asked me to come up and talk to them about what's next. And and what we did is we did a storyboard of their church. We picked the 10 high points and the 10 low points of their church. And we put it on a chart. And I'll never forget it. We're in a, one of the elders' house. And we, we put this on the board. And, we, and, uh, and, and two, el- two of the elders and the assistant pastor stayed at the house till about 3 in the morning just looking over. Here's the story God's been telling with our, with our church. And if we keep having this problem with pastors, maybe we should be a church that is about healing people who've been hurt in ministry. Because that would make sense, because that's what we've been trained to do. And so it's just fascinating when you start thinking about your life as as a story. And if you really believe that God went to the trouble to write you into the family you're in, God went to the trouble to write you into the church that you're in, God went to the trouble to write you into the places that you are. He's never the author of evil, um, but he is, uh, but he's placed you where you are. And so with that, here's what I'd like you to, to, to do with me. You should have a list of, of 10 or 15 things that, that are positive and negative in your life, um, in your story. And the first thing I want you to do, we're going to take, it'll take you about two or three minutes to do it. I want you to put a number next to each one of them. And that number is going to be one through, one through ten. Because in a minute, what you're going to do is you're going to, going to do a timeline. I was born a long time ago. And, and what we're going to do is we're going to put on here, like, um, a positive would be probably for us um, when I met Mona. And that would be one of my positives. And that'd be a, that'd be a nine or a ten. Be sure to tell her I said that if, if you. <laughs> and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of, in a minute, 
I'm just going to put that there, and I'm going to put um, Mona, because that's a, that's a 9 or a 10. When we found out we couldn't have children um, without going through adoption, uh, that was probably, a, that was probably a, a 6 negative. When we found out Skylar was autistic, that was probably a, a 10 negative. Um, when we, do you, do you get what, do you get the idea? And so what I, the first thing I want you to do before you do the chart is just put a number, one, it, so, so every one of your things will have a one through 10 on it of positive and then negative. Because some things like getting my, getting um, that important job or going to school or something might just be a positive four or three. Some will be a positive 10. And so what you're going to end up with, so, so just start by just putting the number next to each one of your, your, your things. That makes sense? For those of you under the age of 20, what you're about to be given is a sheet of paper <laughs> made from wood. Uh, but it'll be a way for you to kind of draw your, your uh, timeline. So don't use your timeline yet. Just put a number, positive 10 to positive zero to zero, or negative one to negative 10 on each one of them. Did any of you find that some of the things that you said were negative in some ways turned out to have a positive outcome oddly later and it was kind of hard to know whether it was positive or negative? Yeah, that, that, that's true for... Even when I said the negative 10 was finding out Skylar was autistic, there was a part of me that kind of checked even as I said that. I said, well, I don't think I'd have him any other way today. He's, this is who God, God brought him to our family. Um, so, so once you get that, then on the sheet of paper you've got, you've got that big sheet of paper. And what we're eventually going to do is, is we're going to get to write, we're going to write our theme but before you, you won't know the theme until you kind of look at the story. Now, here's what's really kind of funny. Interesting. Um, storyboards, the way they, they do this, they'll often write the theme over the top of them. Like, uh, I know it's not a politically correct uh, example to use a, the Bill Cosby show, but back in, the, back in the 70s, 
The Bill Cosby Show was a great show. And ironically, it was a great family show. And ironically, he was a good father. And, and it was, it was kind of like the, the great show. Well, there was a new network that started at that time called the Fox Network. Back, back in the day, there were only three stations. Now there's a guabillion. But there were only three stations, ABC, NBC, and CBS. And Fox started about the time of the Cosby Show. And they decided to do a TV show, a TV series, and they were trying to, and they were storyboarding it. True story. And they were, and, and you know, and they, they ended up putting together a sitcom that ran for a few years on, on Fox. And the top of the storyboard wrote, not Cosby. And that story, that, anybody have any idea what that, that show was? Married with Children. Uh, the, the show Married with Children, the way it was developed, before they had the title, across the storyboard, they put a theme that said, it's not Cosby. We're going to put a kind of an anti-Cosby, you know, the opposite of whatever Cosby is, wholesome, you know, good family, that sort of stuff. And I realize that doesn't fit today at all with, with his life, but, um, but that's what they had. And so I, I think it'll be helpful for you to start to believe, to think about what might be the theme of your life. Now remember, God doesn't write short stories. And so that's the reason it's important to kind of look back and understand what he's doing is he doesn't write short stories. He writes a long story that he puts you as a part in. And so um, you want, you, you, that's why it's important to know he was going to a lot of trouble to have to tell your story. And so you've got to figure out what it means and where he's going with it so that you can cooperate with him as you move toward glory with him. So here's what I want you to do next. On that long sheet of paper you were given, just draw a timeline, draw a little indice of 10 plus 10 negative, write the word theme at the very bottom, and maybe the word role, the roles, we'll talk about that later, on the, on the bottom of the page, so you'd have the word theme written here, we're going to kind of be working for that. Maybe the word roles written here. And, um, and, and what I want you to do is I want you to take a couple minutes and just plot out your story. And so all you'll do is you'll take a, the, the first event, you'll put it in chronological order, and you'll say, um, um, when my uh, parents divorced when I was in the sixth grade, which is not true in my life, but I would say, you know, I'm just saying, so I'd, I'd kind of go, that was a, that would have been a negative, you know, around a negative six, and just write that on there. And what you're going to end up with is you're going to end up with something that looks a little bit like this. And we're going to kind of look at the movement of your story. Okay? So this is going to take about 15 minutes, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but if everybody would do that, that'd be great. I'm going to be inviting you to share this with the people around your table in a little bit. And so if there's one of your events is something you don't want anybody to know, like there was a um, sexual abuse or some event that is something like that that... Um, or 
uh, an abusive father, alcoholic mother, something like that that you just are not ready to tell people, though I hope someday you could tell the people in the kingdom of God of those stories. Um, if you just would just put that initial there so you'll know what it is, but, but they wouldn't. Um, so I may lay, I'm, I'm going to invite you to share this, your timeline with your, your table in a minute. So, real quick, would anybody be willing to say, what was that like so far? Not, not everybody's hands at once. I don't think we can get everybody's comments. Just any, anybody, just kind of what, what, what it's like so far? Yeah. Well, maybe it'll take us. Maybe it'll take us a little longer to figure out profound. And for some of us, maybe the it's the next two years that will give the the dots that kind of put it more together. Um, so so don't don't get all don't get too upset. But if you but here's the purpose of this. The purpose of this is not to do a graph, though some of you are are pretty artistic. I'm just saying. Some of you. Um, need to go back to school. I'm just, uh, but, but the idea is we don't, we won't be able to get a clear idea of where we're going if we don't have an idea of where we've been and, and what God is. And, and if we take God seriously, if we really do believe He is sovereign, He has gone to a lot of trouble to create in your life the events in your life, the people in your life that have been there. And, and if we really believe He's sovereign, that's not accidental. Again, he's not the author of evil, but, um, but, but it's not accidental what, what's on that piece of paper. Um, anybody, anybody else? Some, I heard somebody say that it was easy for them to come up with the positive things last night, but it was the, the, the negative things were, were real difficult to kind of actually go back through. Uh, it took, and, and it almost even, uh, it's like, there was even some forgetting of that, pushing that away. Um, I, I don't want us to live in the negative, but I want us to know that God's also using the negative to say something about his glory too. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, we do want to... Um, it's kind of interesting as you look at your your dots. If most of your dots are, if you, you know, just kind of look and see how far they are from the middle, and see if kind of your average line, if you were to do a average of where things are, is above here or below here. It's kind of are you? Would you say your life has been more marked by more positive or more negative? Um, it's kind of interesting things to think about when you when you look at. When you look at this, um, this idea. I think um, I observe that the older I get, the more extreme my feelings are about the events in my life. My, maybe I don't remember the past negatives as well. Or maybe I just had a happy life until recently. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming to this church that just caused all the problems. Um, yeah, it, it is, 
It is interesting. Um, let me tell you what I'm, where I'd like us to go. Um, there may be, I'd like us to, to just, I'd like you to share, um, take a few minutes at the table. And this is going to probably take us till noon. Let me tell you where we're going before the end of the day. Before the end of the day, we're going to talk about the idea of redemption. And what would it be like if the negatives were redeemed? And we'll talk about what that means. And then we're going to talk about if you do get a sense of what is your, that there's a prophetic burden, that there's something you're supposed to be doing. Remember, when you look at this chart, what you want to come up with is a theme or a prophetic burden, a role, what you're supposed to do. You want to be thinking about that. Then you go, oh, I don't know. I, I don't have a sense. But if all of your positives have to do with caring for people and all, or all of your negatives have to do with betrayal or every, all the positives have to do with justice, it's going to say something about what your prophetic burden is. Um, and so just, just be thinking about prophetic burden and theme as you kind of talk through your stories. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do is just take a minute, and um, you don't have to share your deepest secret with anybody. You don't have to go to the great, this, this is not group therapy. Um, but it is a chance to let this become personal. Oh, and the last thing we'll do later on today is we'll talk about an inciting incident. What might you want to do in your story right now that would kind of move you toward that prophetic burden, that would move your story to the next chapter um, and be very um, intentional about what the next steps might be in your life? So that's kind of where we're going. But before we go to where we're going, we've got to make sure we've kind of, we're on the same pages of our stories in here. So... What I'm going to ask you to do is just take a few minutes and go around your, your circle. If, if the table is completely full, you might want to divide into two tables. So, but um, we're, we're going to go till noon to do this. So you're going to have 40 minutes or so to, to do it. So you think about your table, kind of divide that by 40, and it gives you a chance of, of how long it'll take people to do that. Please try to, I know you're a little tired. Try to stay engaged because... This is your friends, this is your friends, your family's stories. It's their story. And, um, and God wrote it, um, and it should be kind of interesting to think through. So all I want you to do is go around and, and share your story. And here's what I want you to do. After you share your story, everybody, after, say, so this table, if you were to share your story first, when she finishes... Stop for just a second and think about what's evoked in you as you've heard her story. Now remember this, stories are evocative, meaning they evoke something in you. They're supposed to. That, that's, that's, why they're, that's why they're all through the Bible. They're, they're, they're evocative. They evoke something in you. And so not everybody, we don't have to then go around the, go around the circle and say, what was evoked in you and what was evoked in you? But just stop for a second and say, did anything, as you heard their story, what was evoked? And it might be bravery or courage or sadness or loneliness or brokenness or joy or what was evoked as you heard their story? Because that will help them think about their theme. 
Because it's sometimes hard to figure out what is, you know, what is my theme? What is this? What is, what is God telling me? Does that make sense? So we've got about 45 minutes to do that. If somebody at the table, at each table would kind of take charge and say, okay, we each have so many minutes to get through it. Um, and then you're going to tell the story. I think there was someone laughing over there because they knew who would take charge in that, in that room. Is that true? Um, but whoever would take charge will do that, and we've got till about 12 noon. <laughs>